I'm Commissioner Ken Hodder, National Commander of the Salvation Army. There is too much at stake right now for the people we serve for there to be any confusion about what the Salvation Army stands for. So let me be clear. We believe only in the Bible. We endorse no social theory or philosophy, and we never will. And we're not asking anyone to apologize for the color of their skin. We believe that all of us are made in God's image and that he loves all of us equally. And that racism is totally incompatible with Christianity. We apologize for any confusion the Salvation Army has caused on this. But right now, there are lots of people who need our help. They need your help. So join us in meeting human needs in Christ's name without discrimination. Merry Christmas. Listen, it is not too late to stop the madness. This thing on? Hey, you're listening to Big View, Small Windows Podcast, Deeper Thoughts. I cover topics dealing with theology and spirituality and politics from a no-nonsense perspective. If you're into blogs, visit bigviewsmallwindow.com and get my take on things in a thousand words or less. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and leave a comment. If you would like to give to Big View Small Window, check out the give page. It's all happening at bigviewsmallwindow.com. Oh boy, we're all living in the twilight zone, apparently. Let me read a little bit from this article that the Fox News put out about the Salvation Army. Okay, so there was a guide that the Salvation Army had printed or had put on their website, but it has since been removed after the company was accused of pushing critical race theory. So real quick, for those who do not know, and I, I've written several blogs explaining what critical race theory is. At its base, at its very foundation, it is Marxism. Marxist ideology, which was birthed by Karl Marx and also by a guy named Frederick Engels. Nobody really ever mentions him, but they co-authored the Communist Manifesto. And the Communist Manifesto is what is responsible for regimes like the CCP in China. It was responsible for Mussolini's regime in Italy. It was responsible for Hitler's Germany and Vladimir Lenin, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, Marxist ideology is a separation of classes um, to start a revolutionary war. His idea was that the working class of people, which he called the proletariats, were to rise up against the bourgeoisie uh, or bourgeois class of people. That's your middle class. Those are your landlords and your factory owners, your business owners. And basically the working class was going to rise up, eliminate the middle class, and then they would just run the country, which is a total joke. It failed. Uh, I don't think he ever, I don't think his plan ever saw the light of day because it's, because it's an ideology that's from the pits of hell. Uh, and it, it basically, it, it goes against capitalism. Okay. And so to have a, have a working class that is dependent on government handouts, and then basically the government is profiting off of the sweat labor, that labor and sweat equity of, of working class people. That is a, a socialist relationship between people and government. And then it's also uh, communist and dictatorial, being that the power is usually concentrated uh, into one person or a small group of people that would rule over the masses. It's basically what America would look like if you got rid of uh, all of the people in the middle class and all of the people 
who were only rich up to a certain dollar amount, okay? And then the only thing that would be left would be those of us who are just working class people and the million dollar politicians who have sold us out to China. So that essentially, that's all kind of at the root. And then the difference here with critical race theory is that it replaces class with race. So in America, uh, over the course of, of the history of this nation, we haven't really had a class problem like they had uh, over in Europe. So they, they had a lot of prejudice based on class and, and what station you were born into, who your father was, just a position in society was a part of their you know identity. Now in America, of course, we had slavery here and we had Jim Crow here. And so this ideology of critical race theory picks at that. Uh, I guess, never mind that we have 13th, 14th amendments, we've got the Civil Rights Act, all of these things have been abolished. So let me read this to you and, and, and then explain how based on these laws that we have in place that the Salvation Army has apparently been breaking the law. It says, let's talk about racism. That's the name of the document. It was created by the Salvation Army International Social Justice Commission. First of all, full stop. No Christian organization needs a social justice commission. All right. You're not going to find anything dealing with social justice in the Bible, right? The cross of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ himself is 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 not a person or and, and the cross is is not a place that you come to uh just to solely get your skin color issues taken care of. This is about heart issues, right? So if you're a racist, then it's possible that you're not saved because the Holy Spirit would be working on you from the inside out to help you overcome what your issue is with people who have a different pigment than you. But you're not going to just use God's name. You're not going to just use Cal the cross of Calvary to try to perpetuate some sort of message and, and put this image out here as if God has you on mission to deal with this one thing. The Bible's not written that way. And, and so shame on the Salvation Army for trying to twist anything that God would say and, and, and make it as if it's agreeable to CRT, because it's not. But the document, this is what Fox says, it was meant to provide internal dialogue on the issue of racism among members of the Salvation Army. And then here's the quote from the guide. While Salvationists have acted firmly and courageously against racism, the Salvation Army acknowledges with regret that Salvationists have sometimes shared in the sins of racism, conformed to economic, organizational, and social pressures that perpetuate racism. Okay, essentially, Salvation Army, you have broken the law. If you have been engaging in the sin of racism and, and, and you've been conforming to economic, organizational, and social pressures that cause you to discriminate against Black people, you should be sued. Right now, if we're just talking about feelings and we're just trying to be woke and we're trying to agree with a narrative, a false narrative to begin uh, to begin with, then you can't seriously believe that this needs to be addressed unless you're ready to go to court and you're ready to pay out millions of dollars to the black people who have volunteered and worked for you. Unless you think it takes all that, then we have to just agree that no law has seriously been broken. Broken. There's some sort of stupid code that that people are are living by and talking like they they like they are abiding by. And these codes, this systemic racism thing that people are putting out there, these codes, okay, people in the real world, we don't see it. I'm a black person and I'm telling you that discussing CRT and white supremacy and all this jazz, I'm telling you that that stuff is offensive, to, is offensive to me, right? I don't think that my white friends need to be apologizing to me about something that happened 100 years ago. This is absolutely ridiculous that a Christian company would come out like this. So the guide states that Christians need to evaluate racist attitudes and practices. You don't need to evaluate anything, okay? 
essentially, uh, if you are a racist, as I just said a moment ago, then you're not saved. You need to get born again. And rather than evaluating your attitudes and practices, you need to be rending your heart uh, at the foot of the cross and asking God to change you. Like if we're going to talk about things in the terms of the extreme, then that is the extreme. If you are somebody that looks at a person and sees the color of their skin as a handicap or, or you see it as anything really, and it's the determining factor of whether or not a person should have a job or be promoted or be welcomed into your life or whatever, you are on your way to hell, my friend. You need to get born again. And so this game that they're playing uh, with a guide like this and then the, the rhetoric that they're trying to back it up with, like, I'm not buying it. Let me finish the article. Additionally, the guide said white culture, quote unquote, whatever that is, has challenges it needs to overcome, including denial of racism and defensiveness about race, and states that white Americans need to stop trying to be colorblind. Okay, uh, well, I'm a black person, as I said before. And so what if I decide that I'm in denial of racism because I've never experienced it? Uh, what if I'm defensive about CRT being taught, taught to children and just being openly discussed in the mainstream media because that's not the reality that I live in. What if a good majority of my friends are actually white Americans who who are colorblind and they actually receive me as just as being a person. They, they see that, I, that I, I'm somebody that has a name and I have a soul and I have interests and I'm more than just my pigment. Well, well, what if I'm telling you that I don't want my white friends to be worried about something like this? You're offending me by offending my white friends. Is that okay to say? I'm sure I would probably be called an Uncle Tom or something by people on the left because that's just, that's what black people on the left, that's what they say about black folks who are conservative or who don't partner with these stupid, you know, claims and ideals of critical race theory, you know, it, it's all born from just complete nonsense, the pits of hell. Did I say that already? It came from there. So let me finish the article. I'm, I'm just, I'm struggling here. I'm struggling. So in a statement Thursday, last week, I believe it's last week, the Salvation Army rebuked claims uh, that they believe America is an inherently racist society and has been, uh, which has been taught as a part of the CRT push in schools, corporations, and local governments across the country. This is a quote here. Those claims are false and they distort the very goal of our work. The truth is that the Salvation Army believes that racism is fundamentally incompatible with Christianity. Exactly. So why are we talking about it? We should just be pointing people to Christ, not putting out statements and guides on how to have internal conversations. Okay, let me keep going. And we are called to work toward a world where all people are loved, accepted, and valued. Our positional statement on racism makes this clear. Oh, really? You're a Christian company. Uh, why aren't you quoting scripture? Why aren't, why aren't you taking us to the gospels? Why aren't we quoting some of those words in red? How about the Beatitudes? Why don't we let that be your mission statement? Hello? Okay. Last thing I'm going to read here. It says the charity group faced pushback online after reports of the racism guide spread. Uh, including some comedians um, who said they would no longer donate to the organization. And another person tweeted and said, it's extremely, un uh, it's extremely unfortunate to see the Salvation Army get sucked into a disaster of CRT and woke politics. This is a cancer that knows no bounds. And so basically the fruit of the decision that they made to put out a guy like that is that they're losing donors and they're losing volunteers and now they have all this negative publicity. 
they've released a couple of videos. I played the first one for you. There's a second one that goes on for about two, three minutes where they're, where they're explaining themselves and they're just digging this ditch, right? They're just going further down in the ditch and they just need to stop. But essentially, let me just tell you this. I have listened to the 1619 Project. I have heard the rhetoric. I've heard the cases made. I've heard it all. I, I understand, right? Uh, but here's the deal. If you were born this side of 1964, if you have come through the year of 1964, if you have been alive only for the last 20, 30 years, so that's my age group, millennials, okay? Just going to keep trying to narrow it down, all right? Uh, if you're somebody who is in college learning this stuff now, uh, chances are, and I'm going to say that the chance is about 100%, um, that you did not experience slavery and you are probably not somebody that experienced Jim Crow South firsthand um, and, and, and can still say that you're upset about it. I'm not saying that there aren't people alive now who didn't go through those things because there are. All I'm saying is, is the people that I know who are in their 80s, 90s, 70s, whatever, uh, black people. Uh, and then, of course, you know, different people that you see in TV land. Uh, I've heard both sides of a case. And people who have truly come through those situations are not people that are upset about anything. What they're actually out doing is they're actually educating other people uh, on how to just have interpersonal relationships and how to look at statistics over feelings. So the people group that I say probably hasn't been through any of that are the people who are the most upset, who have the most to say about it. The thing about being a social justice warrior is that it is completely asinine. You're not thinking anything through. You have emotions that are attached to situations that you personally did not experience. You cannot be offended on behalf of someone else. I don't need liberal white people to be offended on my behalf for something that never happened to me. And then tell my conservative white friends that they should feel guilty and apologize to me. Do you see how absolutely ridiculous this is? It's absolutely asinine. And it is all based in Marxism. Now, I'm not saying that racial issues don't uh, occur or don't happen in the United States, or that it's not a problem, perhaps for some people. I, I would just think that because humans are mean and hateful and spiteful and ridiculous, that there are some people who hate others. But to paint this picture of America as if it's some, you know, systemically racist, just downtrodden, no good nation, right? If that's what you think then here is the invitation that I extend. You can get yourself a one-way ticket, get a passport, get your vaccine passport because the woke folks say you need that now too, and you can be on your way. If you can find a nation better than the United States of America, please let us all know. We would all like to go there. We would all like to uh, bust the door down and go through the borders illegally to get to this place because it is so terrible right? Which is what's happening on our border now. So like I said, it's not too late to stop the madness. I, I just thought it was very sad that the Salvation Army fell for this. And I'm just going to call it like it is. This is a spell. Do not give in to critical race theory. If you are a white person, 
uh, please do not call up your black friends and apologize to them about something that happened in the 1800s. Just don't give in to that spirit. That is that is a spirit of lawlessness and you're bowing to it. That's why I guess I take up offenses because I see the spiritual side of the situation. I see the manipulation that's coming through this thing. Um, I see the lie that's coming through this thing. And so if you bow to it, then you're going to start to develop a mindset on the left, that, like what they have. You know, th those are the people on the left are the ones who are out burning down their own neighborhoods and businesses, trying to exact some sort of justice and then turn around and ask the government for the money to build the businesses back up. Oh, and by the way, you should be paying all my rent and paying all my bills and my insurance and my health care should be free and my education should be free, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do you see how stupid that is? Because we pay taxes to the government and, and they in turn, uh, unfortunately, what they've been doing is putting together non-government organizations, NGOs, basically, uh, these are activist fronts, but they're putting money towards these types of organizations and, and towards foundations and different things um, that are accomplishing nothing. They're, they're not helping anyone, right? And so for you to for you to want to take a handout from the government, it makes no sense. This uh, having a sense of entitlement is to me is of the devil. You have no rights to anything except the rights that God gave you. And then those rights, you can't encroach upon somebody else's. The moment you start to do that, you're taking too much liberty. All right. So I mean, I know that I said a lot. I get a little up and at them. I just ended up writing a an article today. Or I wrote a blog today about Jussie Smollett, who had to actually fake a hate crime. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. America is so systemically racist that he could not find a couple of white supremacists to beat him up. So he had to, who did he pay? He paid a couple of guys from Nigeria that he was working on a show with, a TV show. I, I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. We need to wake up. Uh, I won't say, as I said a moment ago, I won't say that America doesn't have some problems in some places somewhere with some people. But for you to paint this picture with just one broad brush, that is a lie. That is a false narrative from the pits of hell. We are all free people. America's future is what matters, not her past. We can learn from that. We can grow from that. We don't need to tear down statues and, and put all this shame on what happened in the past. For goodness sakes, in the in the 19th and 18th, 17th, 16th, 14th, 15th, in those centuries, the whole world was racist. And so at the end of the day, I invite you, like I said, to take a one-way plane, a one-way ticket, Get just get it and go if America is not the place for you. Uh, this is where I want to be. I know the type of ideas and ideals that I would like to see happen in America. They are based on the Declaration of Independence. They are based on the Constitution, and it is based on the Ten Commandments. I do believe that the Bible and the Constitution, those are two excellent um, you know, pieces of, of information and I don't want to call it literature because I think that the Bible is more than literature. But though, 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 those are the ways to govern a nation. And I think we just need to get back to the basics and stop trying to make up our own rules about how we need to treat each other. And, and if you get enough conservative black people who are telling you that this is a lie, this is false, you should listen to them. Just because the voice on the left is loud doesn't mean that that voice is right. And if you're a Christian organization of any kind, don't play along with this stuff. 
You're supposed to be preaching and teaching the gospel. You want to know how you meet the needs of other people? You give them Jesus Christ, right? You give them eternal things. You don't worry about the temporal stuff. I mean, you can feed people if you want to. God would have you do that by all means. Please do feed those who are hungry and clothe the homeless. Please do, because Jesus said, if you do it to the least of these, you've done it to me. However, if you only stop there, you do realize that a person that you give a meal to, they're going to be hungry again. Uh, you do realize that if you give somebody clothes, eventually those clothes are going to wear out. So if you really want to help people, you need to give them things of eternal value. You need to give them the truth. And critical race theory in any form, no matter how innocent it is, is a lie. So don't give people that. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that this time. It's Tiffany with BigViewSmallWindow.com. I appreciate you.